I to listen to Northern Ag Network on demand. We've enjoyed being able to provide these programs on more platforms and appreciate you taking the time to listen. This report is brought to you by Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks, who would like to remind hunters that respecting private landowners and the access they provide is more important than ever. Positive relationships between hunters and landowners impacts all recreationists. It's up to us. Respect access, protect the hunt. Now time for the report. Good morning, everybody. Coulter Brown here on the Northern Ag Network with our morning market report. Well, the Joint Convention of the Montana Agricultural Business and Grain Elevator Associations wraps up in Great Falls today. Krista Lee Evans is the executive director of the Agribusiness Association and said that while many of her members are competitors, it's important that they also work together for the industry. Our convention is a really good opportunity for people to network, to build relationships, to be able to share ideas, experience, opportunities. That's a good chance to all come together in one place and get ready for a new season. There was some optimism from folks at the convention with commodity prices staying elevated, some moderation in costs over the last few months, and of course some moisture arriving for a wide swath of the region. However, atmospheric scientist Eric Snodgrass from Nutrien didn't deliver the most positive update to the long-range weather forecast. He said the next two months will present colder-than-normal conditions and above-normal precipitation. It'll be critical to receive moisture in February and March because he said getting into the spring, conditions are likely to stay cool, but drought risk could become more prevalent in the late summer. Also at the Agribusiness Convention, I spoke with Lance Lindblom from 406 Agronomy and asked him where he's seeing acres being allocated for 2023 as far as what crops are being planted. Winter wheat's about the only one that's been decided. We see a little bit of indecision right now. Moisture is that focus point. You know, where we're at in moisture is going to determine on which crops that we're going to be able to go into. The market's the other thing. Market, there's some crops there, there's some opportunity there that producers are looking at. But I think the first and foremost is where we're at on our moisture and where that soil profile is looking like when we hit spring. You're listening to the Northern Ag Network. Safflower growers, are you attending the Mate Show February 16th to the 18th in Billings? J.G. Boswell Company is looking to partner with Montana Safflower Growers. Farming since 1925, J.G. Boswell owned and operated an oil mill plant in Corcoran, California. Producing edible-grade high oleic safflower oil, they are looking to secure additional safflower seed from Montana growers to fulfill their oil mill production capacity. Visit their booth or contact J.G. Boswell partner at United Grains, Blake Brawley, 406-750-2872, about grower meetings during the Mate. Cattlemen, if drought conditions limited your pasture this season, Crystal Licks can help. Don't allow a drop in body condition at the end of the growing season to limit your cow herd performance. Crystal X Blueprint self-fed supplements exclusively feature Bioplex organic trace minerals to help your herd perform even on low-quality forages. Crystal X Blueprint available at a Hubbard Feeds location near you. With Crystal X, performance is served. In the Montana legislature, Senator Ken Bogner from Miles City is proposing legislation to prohibit foreign adversaries from owning, leasing, or renting critical infrastructure in Montana, including agricultural production land. Bogner said agricultural land is included in the bill because food security is essential to national security and because of the importance of agriculture to Montana's economy. On the national level, North Dakota Senators John Hoven and Kevin Kramer co-sponsored legislation this week that would strengthen agriculture's role on the Committee on Foreign Investment in the United States by adding the Secretary of Agriculture to the committee, designating ag supply chains as critical infrastructure and technologies, 
and require a report to Congress on current and potential foreign investments in U.S. agriculture. And we've got a busy couple of days for agriculture around the region here. This evening in Billings, our own Courtney Kibblewhite will emcee the Billings Chamber of Commerce Ag Appreciation Banquet, where Yellowstone County Extension Agent Ronnie Baker will be honored with the Agricultural Excellence Award. At the same time, in Fairmont Hot Springs, the Montana Farm Bureau Young Farmer and Rancher Conference kicks off, and that'll run through Sunday. In KSCN Radio Country in Shelby, the Montana's Next Generation Conference will run from 8 to 5 tomorrow. And in Red Lodge, beginning at noon, the Beartooth Stock Association holds their annual meeting, featuring Dr. Frank Mitlerner of UC Davis, who will discuss the truth behind cattle production and climate change. What does it mean to be from Montana? You know, not just a few years, but really from Montana. Maybe we should ask Farmers Union Insurance, who started in Montana over 100 years ago. Farmers Union Insurance has over 57 agents writing in over 60 locations across the Big Sky State. They're a Montana company whose priority is their neighbors, the people of Montana. Farmers Union Insurance, a Montana company since 1915. Higher corn prices and lower cash-fed cattle trade allowed the cattle futures to weaken on Thursday. February live cattle down 87 cents at 156.72, April a dollar two lower at 160.52. In the feeder cattle, the March contract 90 cents lower at 182.85, and April down a dollar 35 at 187 even. Cash trade about one to two dollars lower so far this week with. Live sales from 152 to 156 and dress trade 244 to 248. 4,200 head of feeder cattle selling in Torrington this week with steers up two to five dollars. Five to five and a half weight steers from 227 to 238. Upper five weights 216 to 218. Six to six and a half weight steers 205 to 211. Heavier six weights two dollars to 210. The light seven weight steers 189 to 197 and. 758 weights 177 to 185. At the public auction yards in Billings, way up cows sold two to five higher. Bigger cows from 73 to 78. Lean cows 67 to 72. Bulls were five to eight higher from 101 to a dollar nine, and heifers stronger from 111 to 151. At the flesh Angus sale in Shelby yesterday, 42 yearling Angus bulls averaged 71.66, up 12% from last year, with the top bull selling for 24.5. 20 open commercial heifers averaged 12.51. And in Sioux Falls, finished lamb sold 6 to 9 lower from 125 to 135, used lower as well from 50 to 65. Despite seeing snow on the radar, the grain complex moved higher on Thursday. Once again, there are winter kill concerns in the Southern Plains, and a USDA official told a European audience that Russia's claim of a 100 million metric ton wheat crop is not feasible. That helped to propel the winter wheat to its highest close since January 3rd, with the March contract up 21.5 at 864, May KC winter wheat up 19.5 at 857. March Chicago wheat 11 and a quarter better at 752, May at 760 up 11 and a half. March spring wheat eight and a half higher at 918, the May at 911 up seven and three quarters. March corn gained seven and three quarters up to 682, and soybeans for March 21 cents higher at 1523. And for the cash grain prices across the region, 14 pro spring wheat ranging from 865 to 910, 12 pro winter wheat 835 up to 890, and Durham from 850 to nine and a quarter. That's going to do it for this morning's market report. I'm Coulter Brown, Northern Ag Network.